Hi guys, my name is Farhan Aslam and I'm your host today for this podcast. And today our discussion is on animal testing. So let's begin. According to Google, when you search up animal testing, the first thing that, that pops up, also known as animal experimentation, animal research, and in vivo testing, which in which the use of non-human animals in experiments that seek to coastal the variables that affect the behavior on a biological system under study. One would think that animal testing was a thing of the past, but unfortunately it is not. It is still happening and it's happening at a astonishing rate that one would think after looking into the topic, you will find a lot of resources and videos on YouTube or articles that talk about animal testing and the two sides um, of the argument is that the first argument that businesses or companies are using this uh, animal experimentation before releasing their product line, for example, a cosmetic company, um, their argument would be to support it because it is going to prevent harm on a human and it's going to let them test the product on a rabbit or a mice before it is actually sold to a consumer. So that is the argument that they have. But according to what uh, North Americans and Americans and Canadians in general think is that they are actually opposing this mindset behind animal testing because we feel that it can be prevented if we were to use alternative methods other than animal testing. So I stumbled upon another video um, which talks about the theory in which the result is to get rid of animal testing by phasing it out slowly by slowly by using the 3R um, method and applying that to the current situation that we face um, and um, in favor of uh, avoiding harm to the animals because, you know, we're humans, so we care about animals as well as um, being a regular human, and most of us have also experienced experience, uh, holding on um, emotional feed and value to holding a pet if we were younger or um, such things and so on. So the theory of three R's, I'm going to get into it, is the first R is replacement. So replacing what's currently happening by looking for alternatives because um, we feel that in North America we have the blessings and tools to look for alternative methods. So one alternative method to avoid animal harm is to produce and generate computer computer and artificial models that we can test on rather than testing directly on animals. So these models could be um, a simulation of cells or artificial cells that would behave in a way that an actual human uh, uh, system would work in so we could uh, see the results and um, see how that affects and how the reaction we can record that. And that would be helpful because then we would avoid direct contact with any animals and we could just phase that out if that was at a level where the reactions and everything was getting monitored and it was similar to what an actual human cell would react like. And 
the next alternative could be oh, what, reducing the tox toxicity of the substance that's getting tested or uh, um, getting uh, produced and research that will be out in the market as a consumer product. So, for example, let's say a perfume or a cologne for guys. So what we could do is um, we could use a toxicity test um, by using a fish shell model and record the pH level of certain chemicals and whatnot and then research that and reduce the toxicity before we apply it to uh, apply the product on the cologne, the, the prospective cologne on a rabbit's fur or mice's uh, hair or skin. So that's a second alternative, uh, and I'm still on uh, replacing the current model by using alternative alternative methods for um, this whole uh, pen phenomenon of animal testing to be gradually phased out by year 2025. And the third R is the second R is reducing. So reducing the amount of test subjects we bring into our labs as uh, students of science and for especially for scientists that are already in the field, so they can reduce the test subjects and avoiding pity kills of such animals um, by being well prepared for a certain exam or test that they're going to operate on the person. I mean, on the animal or mice, rabbit, or guinea pig. So that could uh, reduce the number of animals that are we're bringing into the lab and reducing. Uh, can also tie back into the toxicity test because we are reducing um, the level of harm that we're going to um, do to on a we're going to perform on an animal um, by reducing the toxicity. So these the second alternative from replace also ties back into reduction of bringing in test animals and reducing that because our goal in the future is to face this whole um, animal experimental ex experiments out. And I'm in total favor of that because um, the, the third R actually leads into my curiosity and finding that answer is refinement. So what happens after the test? Um, the animal could be experiencing a lot of pain, uh, which we can refine the animal's health by relieving the pain and getting them into a healthy state again. So that would be a nice idea that uh, we need to look at, and I'm pretty sure that um, it is happening in some labs, but it has to happen in a lot more labs, and we need to take accountability and responsibility in our own hands to kind of um, implement that on a progressive, progressive way of moving on in the future. So. Those were the three R's um, that I summed up as, as a model to look for alternatives by using a three R theory model and phasing out animal experimentation by the year 2025. So typically the animals that are being tested for clinical trials or cosmetics or bringing a new FDA approved drug into the market are typically rabbits, rats, mice, guinea pigs, monkeys, etc. So testing for cosmetic, um, there is actually a video that I'm including in my citation, uh, which started a moment, movement, uh, which is to be cruelty-free. 
And I'm in also favor of that moment because we need to be cruelty-free. I mean, what differentiates us from um, causing this harm to animals and, you know, next thing you know, the next human generation evolves and they feel um, no desensitized. They feel desensitized to causing harm to other humans um, because they were growing up in an era where animal experimentation was typically not a bad thing. But how do we differentiate that line that we need to check our morals in place and then kind of apply that to the surrounding worlds, which is all around us, right? So that's my point on that and my personal take on it, but don't take that for granted because um, as you look more into the topic, you will form your own opinion. So animal testing is definitely not a thing of the past, and uh, there's good news because a lot of the newer companies are moving towards the model where they give back to the community, which is known as social corporate responsibility. And which means that they are looking into methods where they're using natural minerals, herbs, and such things which are less harmful in general to the humans and animals. And um, that could uh, cut slack to animal experimentation if more companies were using these alternatives where they start off with a material that is like natural and or a herb or a mineral or a rock or a, or a derivative of of all of the above, and then they produce their um, drug or chemical or uh, injectable with something that's going to be less harmful, and uh, that could be a thing that I'm also in favor of by using a more natural resource to produce a drug base or a, a cosmetic thing or, or something that the consumer might be using. And that gives them a lot of uh, a lot of advantage in the business world because they are going to uh, place themselves above from their competition by saying that they're socially, corporately responsible for all these things that's happening around the world, and they they want to do better. So they're looking into these things and they're starting their research um, from backwards in a sense because they're they're going to the results of the consumer and they're coming back backwards with starting with substance and uh, material that's not going to cause harm to anyone uh, in, a, in the living organism ecosystem. So I feel like that sums up my podcast. Um, thank you for listening and uh, I'm going to just include it as part of my blog three assignment and I hope to look sharing more thoughts on this and reading the other two discussions topics that are due today as well. And I can't wait to just share more thoughts on this and uh, relating discussion topics. Thank you so much. Um, it's me, Farhan. It's been my pleasure to share my thoughts after conducting some research and looking more into this topic. It always fascinates me to learn more about uh, um, the field of science and uh, biology, physiology, or ethical issues or dilemmas in this field, and I'm just too stoked to even be given the opportunity to share what I have shared. So thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Bye.